All right, everybody, welcome back to the Double Edged Life. I'm very excited. I have another one of my TikTok friends here. Um, pretty cool. He just crossed over a hundred thousand followers, which is big. Um, pretty exciting. Please welcome Mr. Cell Phone Wallet Keys. Welcome, Mickey. What's up, man? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm happy that you. Uh, that I, you know, I, I reach out to just random people, uh, essentially like my followers and, and and friends that I have on there, and you know, people that I think might have an interesting story. And I'm like, hey, you you know, you want to be on the show, and and I'm I'm glad that you accepted. So I'm I'm glad that you're here. Awesome, happy to be here. So I think one of the first videos that I saw of yours was probably one of the ones that everybody else has, and that was the using hero from spider-man when that (laughs) that whole thing started and now it's just become like a whole series for you of moments in either movies or tv shows anime when the hero comes in and and you could use nickelback's hero did 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 that just like start because of spider-man uh yeah mostly um it's just one of those things where You'd seen it before on like YouTube, but nobody really like lined it up. They would just play it over a scene. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, if you were to like edit it and make it just perfectly hit at the right time, that would be awesome. And like I did and <laughs> it just, it, it went crazy, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it definitely blew up. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. You know, I, I saw a whole lot of edits of it and, you know, I, I don't think all of them were yours. Majority of them have definitely been yours, but one of them was you know, spoiler alert too. If you haven't seen in any movie that we ever discuss in this spoiler alert, you, you've okay. been warned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the the ending of Spider Man No Way Home yeah. when he's you know he's got his traditional Spider Man costume and he's swinging through the snow and somebody had synced it up to that Nickelback song and I was like that's just beautiful. Like oh yeah. It was awesome. just perfect. You know, it brought back the nostalgia from the Rami films and uh, Rami, Rami. I say Rami. I say Rami, but it doesn't really matter. Who cares? Yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what Bruce Campbell says, but you know, what <laughs> yeah. they said back in back in the Evil Dead days. Uh, Some people don't even realize that that was the same director. That's crazy, right? Like, um, I, I mean, I guess because I've watched a lot of movies, I can kind of pick out like certain things that they do where I'm like, I know who directed this. Not always, not always, but with some things I can. And he's one yeah. that really like shows his hand a lot. Like that's Sam Raimi. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at like Tarantino films. If if it's showing feet, it's a Tarantino film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that dude's got a fetish. <laughs> <He> like, <does>. <laughs> between that and just like the, the fast, I love, I, you know, I, Tarantino seems like a, such an oddball, but he, he makes great movies. Really does. Yeah. Yeah. He, he puts out some good ones, sort of like uh, Tom Cruise. He's, he's seems like one of the craziest people ever, but I will watch anything that that man is in. Me too. I'm such a big Tom Cruise fan, but I'm like, man, that guy is wild. I don't know what he's on or what's going on, (laughs) what he's, you know, what his life path is, but Hey, he makes good movies regardless. Oh, for sure. What's your favorite Tom Cruise film? Man. I have watched it's between two, right? Days of Thunder and Top Gun. I have watched them so many times. Mm. But when it when it really comes down to it, I probably I enjoy Days of Thunder just a little bit more. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Days of Thunder. That's a good one. I, I like Days of Thunder. Collateral is mine. The one with Jamie Foxx. That's a good one too. That, that movie was just 
it was spectacular. It, you know, his the way he he played an older character for the first time. It felt like, you know, it was yeah. it was it was such a such a great movie. And you know, I, I really think that they nailed it. It was it was fantastic. The uh, have you oh have you seen uh, the latest Doctor Strange? I, I actually watched it today. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I don't care about spoilers. I'm one that will read everything. I've heard that it's like it darn near should have been rated R. Yeah, real close. It got really dark. My wife was like, what are we watching again? I was like, it's Doctor Strange. She was like, wow. I, she was taken back by it, really. Well, I mean, I, I can remember reading as a kid, reading some of the Doctor Strange books, and I was like, these are, you know, for lack of a better term, they were strange. Because it wasn't anything like, you know, Spider-Man that I was reading or X-Men. Even X-Men got pretty dark, but the strange yeah. ones were supposed to be that way. So I'm yeah. glad that they're finally really taking, pulling that full element in of the mystic arts and, and all that. Because that was what he was designed around. Right. He's definitely playing around with some some darker magic in this one. And I liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, it's definitely... It's a horror movie, honestly. <laughs> hey, that's good. You know, bringing Sam Raimi back in, you know? Yeah. I, I, was, I was always a huge fan of the Evil Dead uh, trilogy. It's a Me trilogy, too. right? Because there was the original, yeah. original Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then the, the Army, Army of Darkness. Darkness. Yeah. My yeah. least favorite of the three. Uh, yeah. Evil Dead 2 is my favorite, I think. I, I think that's the, the best one. I think it, because you know the first one was was very obviously cheaply done. Like they, it was almost like they didn't have any idea of what to do, and then then they came back in and just rewrote it kind of for Evil Dead Two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you you kind of don't need to see the first one, in all honesty. You really don't, because I mean, they just tell the same story, and I, it, they make it better, or in my opinion. But yeah, same story. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. So, so I, I gotta ask, what's what's the story behind cell phone wallet keys? Other than those are the three things that you take with you every day. Yeah, um, it's something that my wife would say to me all the time. Like, it's not even something I, I kind of thought about. It was her. She would always be like, "Cell phone wallet keys," and I, you know, pat my pockets, be like, "Yes" or "No," <laughs> because. <laughs> I have a terrible memory and I would forget my cell phone or my wallet all the time. Usually had my keys because I was usually in my hands, but the cell phone or the wallet would always get left behind. So she'd always hit me on the way out the door. Cell phone, wallet, keys. I'd be like, yeah. So it kind of became like a, I took it as like a call to action to a certain point where that was almost like a focusing mantra for me. Right. So cell phone wallet keys am i thinking about everything am i focused right now on what i need to be focused on and it took off from there and i i got so used to hearing it that i, I was like i'm going to use it as a username on like tiktok and then i then i started using it on everything like that that i mean that honestly that's a great way to put it is is a call to action yeah. you know it's something that you you need to do and that's that's one of the questions that I asked you was what was one thing that you do every single day that benefits <laughs> you and and it's it's something that you have you you do it subconsciously at this point yeah and that is 
make sure that you got your cell phone, wallet, and keys. And she still asks every time, though. It doesn't matter what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's her habit. You've developed yeah. the habit of, of having them, and she's her habit is asking. It's so funny that, uh, you know, even her friends would hear her say it to me or they, or she'd tell them about it, that one of them like crocheted a little piece to put up by the door that says cell phone, wallet, keys. So nice. Yeah, maybe she, they could put that on Etsy. Yeah. Even if she's not there to say it, I see it before I go out the door. Oh, cell phone, wallet, keys. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. You know, it, it's always funny to me, the amount of things, cause I carry, I'm one of those guys that carries his whole life in his pockets. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I have, you know, a chapstick, I've got a pen, I've got my, my wallet, I've got two knives. I, you know, I do, <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm one of those people that when I take my stuff out of my pockets, it's 10 pounds lighter. Me too. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, for, I'm like a pack rat for some reason. <laughs> and maybe it was from, you know, my law enforcement background that I was so used to having to carry around so much stuff Yes. that I still have, you know, I still keep stuff, you know. It, it blows my mind how many people just won't carry a knife. Because like, yeah. it, people, oh, it's, it's a weapon. It's not a weapon. It's a tool. Right. That the, that thing, it, it can be a weapon. You know, I, I sort of look at knives like Thor's hammer. <laughs> it's both a weapon to destroy, but it's also a tool to build. Yes. And, you know, there were so many instances, like I've been on crashes where people didn't have knives to cut seatbelts off. Wow. And I'm like, what are you, what are you, a 45 year old man and you don't have a knife? Like it just, and I'm not uh, saying that, you know, you're not manly for not carrying one, but it's right. like, just get a Swiss army knife for crying out loud. Something. <laughs> just a little pocket knife, something. Something. I mean, it just, it blows my mind, it, you know, how much it can help other people. You know, it's not, yeah. not necessarily just for you, but I mean, I remember it was, it was like a, a, a rite of passage. I bought my son his first knife, you know? And then promptly two hours later, he cut his finger with it and he won't get it until ne- his next birthday. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's one of those, it's a rite of passage, you know, yeah. getting your first knife. I remember finding my first one in the yard. Like it, somebody, it's just lost the time, I guess, under the dirt. And I was probably like 10 years old. My dad's like, well, you found it, it's yours. And I kind of, I still have it. I don't know where I have it. It's somewhere in my storage stuff, but. I felt like a man. Like a Swiss army blade? (laughs) Uh, No, it was just like a normal pocket knife. Really? Yeah. They have like one of the, uh, the wood, wood looking handles. This one was actually like a blue wood grain. Like I guess it was dyed or probably not really wood, but it looked like wood grain. It was interesting. Yeah. I bet. I, I love, I love having stories like that, especially those are the, one of those things that you can pass down. Yeah. You know, as, as a dad, I I see you have kids, right? I have two kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're we're in the same boat then. Oh, okay. Two boys. (laughs) I got, I got one of each. Oh, okay. So I I got the, the quote unquote best of both worlds. There you go. We had some drama going on (laughs) this evening, but uh, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's part of fatherhood. Um, Just, just one of those things. Um, I, I don't know if, you know, like, like I'd mentioned, you you crossed over into a hundred thousand followers, which is pretty exciting. And and on that video, you kind of opened up a little bit about being a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Um. First of all, are are you sober now at this I point? I am. I am. Yeah. Con- congratulations. How, how far you. along on on that are you? Uh, we're hitting like two years right now. Dude, that's great. Yeah. Thank what. You. <laughs> uh, 
what what started that journey for you? Uh, it it was mainly you know the family. Um, I, I wasn't you know a belligerent drunk or anything like that, but it still concerned my wife that I had you know to to walk around like that. Like it was almost like I had to do that to function socially and you know doing other things too, but. She got, she was like, you got to stop for your health reasons. And, you know, obviously it does change you, but it doesn't make you mean or anything. But I, she kept saying it. And I kept saying, it's not that bad. I'm fine. You know, that's what we do. That's what most people, addicts do. I don't have a problem. I'm fine. I can do this. I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, even I could eventually start to tell a little bit of decline in my health, like as far as sleeping and healing and stuff like that and gaining a lot of weight too. I was getting pretty heavy at the time and I I don't know. It was just one, one day it just clicked. Right. I was like, I, I have to stop. Like just, this isn't working anymore. I didn't like the way I felt. I didn't like the way it made my, you know, my wife uncomfortable. So once once I had made my decision that I was going to, you know, change, um, I started that road, you know? Yeah. Family is, is definitely the most important thing when it comes to that. Yeah. And, it you know, it's a that's a family thing, too. Like fathers, grandfathers, so on and so forth. It's it, it's pretty rampant in my family. And looking around, you're just like. I, I don't, you know, I love them and respect them, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to be there when I'm 50. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. some of them, you know, they're fine. They work hard, but you can just see their health in decline and things like that. And I was like, I don't, I don't want any part of that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's says something to, to say that, you know, I, I want to live a healthier life. Yeah. You know, I, I want to take those steps towards that. And if one of those steps is, you know, beating this addiction, then, you know, that's fantastic. You, yeah. know, I, you know, so many people struggle with it day in and day out. So, I mean, it's, it's something to be proud of, man. That's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. I, I try to remember every day because I mean, I'm not gonna lie. There's still day, there's bad days, right. Where it's like, I really want to drink really bad. And one of the habits I developed to kind of curb that was drinking herbal tea, which is weird, but it's almost like the, the act of making a drink and drinking it kind of helped. I know it wasn't alcohol, but it was almost like just the, the movements and the habits kind of made it feel a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to uh, chew tobacco. Yeah. So, you know, and I would do it at work. So, you know, I would, I would go and get, get a report from somebody and then I would go back to the station and, you know, I would sit down to type out my report. And one of the first things I would do is throw a chew in. Yeah. And, you know, w- when I had completely gotten off of it, that was the only time that, that I, I, I craved one. Yeah. Like I'd sit down and be like, okay, I got my, I got my paperwork. I got my notes, everything. Where's my chew? And yeah. it'd be like, well, wait, I don't do that anymore. You know, right. but that was like you said, going through that action. So then I just, you know, I started chewing gum more, mm-hmm. um, sunflower seeds, that sort of thing. But, you know, just replacing it with something else seems to be 
huge for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. What is, uh, you know, you, you talk about, uh, you know, putting family first for you. Has that, has that always been, you know, in, in this, this is going to sound like a silly question, but I, I think it's also relatable to a lot of people, especially me, because I struggled to put my family first. Was that a difficult decision for you to put your family in front of everything else? Um, you're talking about with the alcoholism or just life in general? Well, I mean, it, it just with life in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that was part of your life. It, it is. Um, that's one of those things that uh, when people start like giving you like dad advice when you know your wife gets pregnant or you talk about wanting to have kids or something, I think that's that's one of the things that gets lost a lot of times is like, I mean, some people may say it, but they don't emphasize it like. Because it, it, you don't want to hear it. You, you kind of go to the back of the line a lot of times because you have to make sure that your kids eat and mm-hmm. your kids your kids come first and your wife comes next and then you can take care of you. I mean, that's not always the case. You got to take care of yourself sometimes, but it's the Titanic. It's definitely a, women and children first. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a big change in lifestyle and uh, the way you react to situations and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's some days it can be a real struggle and I'm sure a lot of dads feel like that. They probably don't want to say it because it's, you know, maybe embarrassing or you may not feel like you're manly enough, like where you're just like, man, this is hard being a dad. I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It, it, it's and there. The thing about it is it's one of the hardest things in the world and there's no there's no prescription for it. Mm-mm. There's no instruction manual. Nope. <laughs> you know, you you just figure it out. Yeah, because every kid is so different. I, I mean, my kids are polar opposites a lot of times, and yeah, it could be such a pain trying to manage one and the other at the same time. And keeping your own sanity. Yes. <laughs> involved in that. Yes. You know? And that's that. And that's something that, that tends to become overlooked as well is, you know, depending on what kind of personality you have, but making sure that you're taking care of yourself along with everyone else, you know, like you said, you tend to put yourself in the back of the line. So you're not trying to, you know, you're not always focusing on taking care of yourself, but you know, when it comes to your, your either just your mental health or your regular physical health, people put that on the back burner. Don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, and then it gets to where it's so deep and it's like, you know, my health is declining or, you know, I, I was, you know, I've struggled mentally with post-traumatic stress and stuff like that, that I was, you know, I was putting the family and, and work before my own mental health. And it was like, I'm being detrimental to my family yeah. by not helping myself out. Yeah. Um, you know, taking care of yourself is part of it. Um, I know that. Uh, when like, um, what was I going to say now? I don't forget, but part of that, you know, the physical health and the mental health, if you're not happy and you're not focused on what you need to do or what they need, it really goes out the window. And with the, the drinking, 
I thought that was the only way some days, you know, I need that to cope with this, uh, this chaos at home. (laughs) And you also get stuck in that, like I said, the back of the line. Okay. Well, I'm just going to drink and go to work and just basically you're not wasting your life away, but you are. That was another thing where it's like, I, I do need to like take care of myself if I'm going to take care of them. And that included more than just stop drinking. It also meant like, you know, I should do things that make me happy as well. I don't just sit around and watch TV and, you know, eat and drink all day. Cause I feel like I'm not supposed to do anything else. I had to really train myself. Nah, man, you need a hobby. You need to take care of yourself. You need to be in a space where you're available, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, you, you replace the bad things with, with new things and, and hopefully better things yeah. like making TikToks about yeah. movies and, <laughs> and things like that. I mean, you know, it's a silly habit, but I mean, it's, it's, it's something fun and it's free and it's not hurting anybody. Yeah. That was another thing, you know, making TikToks cause I, I've always been a creative person and you know, I wasn't making anything then either. So that was something else. You know, I was like, I'm going to start creating again, like putting something out there. And I was lucky to have TikTok because, you know, maybe I would have figured out YouTube eventually. I don't really mess with it that much. It's it's so rough. Yeah. So it was so easy to just hit record on the app, make something, post it, and I'm done. I didn't care whether people watched it or not, really. I I just wanted, I wanted to like, put my creation out there. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. And, and the, you know, I think that's one of the best parts about it. Cause when I first started on TikTok, I didn't really care for it. But yeah. once I learned how to use it, the user interface is so easy Yeah, that it's like, this is free. You know, you're, you're using a, a $1,200 camera. You, know, you don't need <laughs> to buy a whole bunch of fancy stuff. You have nah. everything right here in our hands yep. that makes it so easy, you yep. know? You know, back when when we were kids, or you know, I, I was I was born in '88. I, I assume we're around the same age. '83. Okay. Close. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you know, I mean, back when we were young, it was VHS tapes and you yep. know, the the giant shoulder mounted hand <laughs> camera, and you know, there was no way of editing or anything like that. And now it's we use our thumbs. It's so incredible. Easy. Yeah. So easy. It's absolutely incredible. You know, from <laughs> I had. Uh, I was, you know, kind of cruising through some of your TikToks before we jumped on here. And, you know, I, I can remember go, I had one of those drawers that uh, you put all the your VHS tapes in. You know, it was like, you know, that you, you would put the v, the VCR on top of, but underneath was the drawer where all yeah. the VHS tapes were. And I can remember going through it. And uh, one of my favorite series of all time is the Alien series. Oh, yeah. You know, with Sigourney Weaver and, it, it, you know, I... I believe that aliens is probably one of the greatest movies of all time because it started a a an entire type of film it was that sci-fi action and it was one of the rarest moments where the sequel is better than the original yes and i'll i'll die on that hill i'm with you (laughs) i'll be there with you (laughs) (laughs) but i had seen that you uh you know you you put ellen ripley as as one of your your big heroes and, and I agree she she was fantastic 
Ellen was always willing to do whatever it took. And she had no idea what she was doing half of the time, but she knew that like, I got to do, do I just sit here and die or do I, you know, fight? And like, even against the insurmountable odds, like you see those, there's no way I could beat that, but I'm going to try. Yeah. (laughs) And she, and she took everyone else's safety under her own responsibility too. She wanted to make sure everyone, you know, got out alive. Obviously most of them don't spoiler alert, but nucleosite from orbit. It's the only yeah. Thing sure. And she's, you know, I, I always appreciate that about her. Like whatever the odds are, you know, I, I don't care. I, the right thing to do is to save everyone that I can and, you know, prevent this from happening somewhere else. I, yeah. That's cool stuff. <laughs> Dude, she she was she was fantastic and it, it was uh she was definitely one of my heroes growing up and you know to your point there, you know, doing the right thing. I I had just I just listened to a I'm not a huge Joe Rogan podcast fan cuz a lot mm. of times it's just on there being there's people yeah. just rambling on yeah. but I will pick certain episodes. So I, I listened to the one that was uh Sad, Sad Guru, I believe is how you pronounce his name is the some famous guru there, there's a video going around of him that talks about anger and he's saying, you don't get angry. Anger happens to you. You know, the, so, well, he was, he was talking specifically about, um, you were saying doing the right things. He's talking in that podcast. He's saying that even if for the wrong reasons, if you do the right things, right things will come to you. And to me, I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I can dig on that. Like, you know, it and it sort of goes back to what you were talking about with Ellen. Like, you know, even even if for the wrong reasons she she did something, you know, if, if or you know, even if she was doing it for the wrong reasons, but if it was the right thing to do, right things came. Well, she survived. Yeah, you know, she she was a survivor, and just that for some reason that just popped into my head. So that that was kind of a rabbit trail to go down there. I guess that's sort of like that whole like that's that whole final gor- final girl mentality, right? Like. If you're not if you're not doing drugs, drinking, or having sex, you'll make it at the end. <laughs> I mean, yes, that, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a, that's a very good point. What is uh, what's your favorite horror movie? Uh, it's it's probably Hellraiser. Um, oh, really? Hellraiser. Yeah. It's I think it's because like I, I get really fascinated by like story building and like really deep like lore. Mm, oh, that explains that. Yeah. When there's a lot behind, you know, what's going on. And with those movies, I was like, dude, there's so much going on here. And I'm like, I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to know more. And I think that's kind of where it led me down that rabbit hole. But I still, I, I love those movies, all of them. Yeah, they, were, they weren't bad. I, you know, when, when Spawn came out, because did they... Did they make one, just one spawn or two? Uh, they only made one movie. They only made, yeah, they only made, I thought that reminded me a whole lot of Hellraiser. It did have a lot of similarities, yeah. Just the, you know, and I hadn't read any of the, because I think that was what, Dark Horse Comics was spawn? Image. Image. Sorry. You're fine. Um, I hadn't read very much of it. So when I saw it, I was like, man, this is like Hellraiser. It was just, you know, the big demon things and it, it you know, it was kind of the, the same idea. And then when I rewatched it like four years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, that's Michael Jai White. I, yeah. I didn't remember that that was him. Yeah, man. <laughs> that guy's so awesome. Yo, dude, he's fantastic. In the, the movie, uh, 
never back not not never back down it's called uh blood and bone i don't think i've seen that one i've seen oh man it's fan yeah never back down is all right um but uh, blood and bone he he played of course he plays some you know magnificent street fighter yeah but uh it's a great movie He, he has a good uh prison fight with um oh what was the dude's name he he used to do street fighting and kimbo? then he got into the kimbo slice yes yeah. yeah he uh he fights him in prison it's a, it's a great <laughs> scene i mean it's just it's just one of those stupid action movies but yeah. and the guy that plays uh rufio remember the movie hook yeah 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 he, he's in it that's awesome <laughs> he plays like his yeah when i saw it i was like oh rufio <laughs> he's on he's on tiktok too he's got a pretty good account if you if oh you're really interested. yeah I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now, though. Yeah, I can't either. You know, there and it that's one of the things that I like so much about TikTok is that celebrities that want to be personal and yeah. personable are. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, I think it was no, no, it was uh, the, the guy I just had on uh, last week, Ken, the content coach. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg's wife just started following him. Like, that's cool. That is cool. Like, <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's really cool. Yeah. You know, but it it I as much quote unquote division as as people say that it that it might create because it's you know a a, a Chinese government spying tool or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it still brings a lot of people together. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, we would have never had this conversation had TikTok not occurred. I have met the most like interesting people up there that I would have never ever had the chance to meet. You know, any other way, I don't think. Um, it, and that's been great. I love that. Yeah. Well, as as much division as social media in itself causes, it also can cause a lot of people coming together. You know, yeah. like you said, just meeting complete strangers and and making connections. Like you know, that's one of the reasons why I love all your stuff. Because like you know, I see in the background, I see Venom, the Lethal Protector. I had that original series, like issues one through five. Like oh, you, you had you got you got I rid had. of it. I don't have them anymore. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I remember it, and yeah. you know, it just. So seeing I'm a huge fan of nostalgia, even though I don't like to live in the past, nostalgic things are huge. And because, you know, I especially those of us that grew up in the 80s and 90s, that stuff is popular right now, which is which is even more more odd. But uh, (laughs) it's it's always nice to see that other people appreciate the things that I appreciate. Yes. Yes. It's that's been the best part of this is, I mean, I know people like a lot of this stuff, but I didn't realize how much and how many and from how many different backgrounds and places. Like, yeah, I, 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 I'm not like, you know, anybody special over here, but I feel like my page is pretty even in like a lot of demographics, just looking at my followers, usually like men and women and, where they stand on whatever political spectrum, religious, whatever. I get all kinds of comments from all kinds of people. And it's usually almost, I'd say 85 to 90% positive, And they're all talking about how much they love these things. And I'm just like, man, that is, that is so cool. And that is how powerful this is. These movies are, these TV shows are anime, whatever. It draws people together that would usually probably not agree on anything (laughs) yeah yeah and you know i mean something as silly as dragon ball z to me i mean that was my after school every single day on toonami 
Yeah. Like that was that was the thing. Like I had to see I had to watch Goku stand in the spaceship and slowly <laughs> go towards while Frieza killed him. Like yeah. I, I had to see what was yeah. gonna happen. You know, it yeah. took him 17 episodes to get there. <laughs> you know? It's like but for some reason it it drew me in. And then it, you know, I, I grew up in a, a pretty rural um I grew up in uh, central Indiana in a pretty pretty rural city. So um when I got to college I didn't know that so many people, so many other people enjoyed anime as much as I did. Yeah. Like, and that, and that, I'm, I, I didn't watch Naruto or, but I, I did, I, you know, I, I enjoyed Dragon Ball Z. I loved it. That Goku will always be fitness goals. Like, 100 between Goku and Vegeta, like, yeah. 100% fitness goals. Um, and that's probably why I have such horrible body image because I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't look like a Super Saiyan. But, you know, I, I did. I dabbled into like uh, Gundam Warriors and uh, or was it Gundam Wing? Gundam and Wing, Ronin yeah. Warriors. Yeah, yeah. You know, I watched a little bit of that too. And then when I got into college and like you know I'd, I'd go into you know somebody's dorm room down the hall and their their wall was like plastered with with Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, oh, you like that too? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. You you know you didn't know other people did. It was just it blew my mind. <laughs> it's really. It, it was a phenomenon back in the like nineties, late nineties. It was, and yeah, it it was everywhere, all over school, college, like you said. And I feel like anime was kind of like a, a faux pas if you were to be like, I like anime. People would make fun of you, obviously, back then. Well, you had to wear fingerless gloves and a fedora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it. I, I, if you said you liked anime, just it, I think if people immediately went to like the you know mature rated stuff. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I don't know who was watching that. Not a lot of kids back then, but it was usually, you know, people were watching Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I was like, a yeah. big thing. and Gundam, Gundam Wing before that, because that's a little bit older. And I grew up watching Ronin Warriors, uh, and Voltron, which the Voltron, anime, yeah. the anime is called Go Lion. And, uh, there's a few more where I, I didn't speed racer. I, I didn't know I was watching anime back then. When I was yeah, like, Speed Racer for sure. When I was like four, five, six years old, seven years old, I, I didn't know I was, it was anime. It was just cartoon, right? Yeah, and that's what it was to me. You know, <laughs> well, heck, uh, what was it Sailor Moon? That yeah. was one. Yeah, you didn't even realize what I didn't really care for it, but I just I remember it being on, and I was like, oh, I you know, I just I just didn't like it. But then when I saw Dragon Ball Z, something drew me towards it, and it was I don't it's know the, what it was. It's the action man and the. Just the suspense. <laughs> yeah, the suspense. Yeah, that, that had to be it. Because, you know, the action is just blinks. And yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm so jealous. My 11-year-old is, like, super into it right now, Dragon Ball Z. And I didn't put him on it. He found it. And he went crazy with it. And he's so lucky because it's all on our streaming services. Oh, he can, yeah. He can fast forward through all of that stuff and just get to the good stuff. And I'm like, man, you are not earning it. No, like you got to watch that stuff, though. <laughs> I was like, you are not earning it like I did. I had to sit there and watch three episodes of them getting ready to fight and then watch them fight. Yep. But no, oh, he, no gets to, I, he gets to skip all that. I'm like, man, terrible. It's not fair. That's, <laughs> well, I mean, it's the same thing with uh, like the Batman, the animated series. Yeah. You know, it's on uh, what HBO, HBO Max. Yeah. I love that. You know, I introduced, I introduced my son to that and the Justice League and stuff and and he's like, I don't like this episode, and skips it. I'm like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, 
my sons are always fast forwarding through stuff. I'm like, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. Yeah, you're, you're like, missing the whole one. episode, man. Just watch the yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, you got to figure out why Piccolo is able to regrow his arm. You yeah. can't just, <laughs> you can't just get yeah. there. <laughs> Technology. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a, a, a curse and a, a gift at the same time. Yeah, for sure. I I, I wanted to, uh, I because you had mentioned Superman as as one of your heroes as well. What's your your thoughts on the the Snyderverse? I liked Man of Steel. Like, I mean, I didn't love it, but I liked it. Um. It was a really cool story. Like the action was awesome in that that movie. Um, I didn't particularly care for how John died in that movie. I know a lot of people love it, and it's like a it was people were asking for it like crazy in the hero videos. I mean, yes, yeah, heroic. You know, don't save me. Don't don't out yourself as right. You know, but I always liked the idea of his father dying in a way that he really couldn't help him, which like a heart attack in the comics. Yeah. Like, you can't do anything about it. I don't, all these powers, all the strength, all the speed, there's nothing you can do to save him. He's just going to die. Yeah. I, I, was, I always thought that was like such a more important lesson for Superman than like, don't let anybody see you use your powers <laughs> or something like that. You know, you know I, I never even looked at it that way. Like I, I didn't even think about like, no, you're different. Don't show the world you're different. I, I hadn't even thought about that moment like that. I mean, like John... In that movie, John was really paranoid about people finding out what he could do. And I, I get it because, you know, that's kind of what the human race is. We have to know why you can do that. And yeah, let's we're, face we're it. Gonna be very, we're going to be very afraid because we are not sure how you can yeah, do it. That's 100% how America would react. Yeah. And now after that, though, I didn't really care much for Batman versus Superman. It wasn't terrible. I, I you know, it was a good movie. Fun. Fun to watch. But. I didn't really. Neither of the Justice League's movie were that great to me. I guess the Smite. I guess the Snyder Cut was a little bit better. It was so long. I was like, man, did it really have to be this long? <laughs> yes, it did, and I enjoyed every <laughs> every second of it. I, I'm a I'm a huge Batfleck fan. Like I I think he's been the best on screen Batman we've ever had. He was really good. Surprisingly good. He was so good, and it's it the thing that what people fail to to understand like i loved the matt reeves film the batman with yeah. with pattinson it was good. fantastic oh yeah like but the issue that i have with it though is that you could tell that story without batman yeah it was a great murder mystery that happened to feature characters from dc comics yeah like yeah. you know my, the the idea behind my batman and I guess you could say the Ben Affleck Batman as well. What makes him so great isn't because he's a human with, you know, that's fighting crime or a vigilante. It's that he's a human that's a vigilante that's fighting mystical creatures from outer space. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes Batman so fantastic. And that's why I, I think that's why I liked Ben Affleck's the best in the Snyderverse because they brought in superman and wonder woman and you know and he's still holding his own yeah you know even though he's just shooting one kryptonite grenade at, <laughs> at doomsday but you know i mean you don't understand what i'm saying though oh yeah is that he's he's holding his own as a human against all these mystical things yeah super impressive that he can he can do that it's just great writing that's all it is yeah 
And I'm a big Batman fan. I mean, most of my collection, like DC toys are Batman related, but yeah, when it comes to movies, I just, I like the Superman movies a little bit better. Oh, the original Christopher Reeve stuff. Oh, so, you know, I think they just hold a special nostalgia place in my heart more than yeah. anything. Just well, I being, mean, you, being a young you were boy, around, among that. Uh, yeah, you were young when they came out. So and just seeing that, like, wow, <laughs> like that's awesome. <laughs> the, my my Superman was. Uh, oh, what was that TV show? The The Adventures of Lois and Lois and Clark. Yeah. Dean King. Yes. Dean Cain. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. He was my Superman growing up. That's a good show. <laughs> I mean, from what I remember, I don't yeah. I don't remember it off the top of my head, like, you know, really well, but. They actually have uh, the phone booth that they used in that show. There's a um, a museum here in in in, Elk, in Elkhart City, which is close by to where I am. It's called the uh, Hall of Heroes Superhero Museum, huh. and they have like a whole bunch of comic books and and uh, movie props and everything. It's the only museum like it in the U.S. And they have the phone booth from that TV show. Huh. That's pretty cool. I'll send, you, I'll send you the link to the website. It's it's a great. I take my son there all the time. Please do. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll put it in the link in the description too of this this episode so people can jump on there. But it's it's awesome. It's all uh, like um, donations and everything. So they have like they've got a, a Captain America shield that was signed by all the Avengers, and they have the uh, the the blue Mustang that Iron Man falls on in Iron Man One after he does his <laughs> first test flight. Yeah. They have that car that he landed on. Oh wow! The screen tested car. They've got the Ghost Rider motorcycle. Oh. Um, I mean, that's really cool. Like, that's and they have a whole bunch of uh, Batman stuff. They've got an Adam West Batman costume. They've got the awesome uh, Jim Carrey Riddler costume. They have all kinds of cool stuff. That's really neat. You 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 would love it. I'm sure I would. You would absolutely <laughs> love it. It's it's uh, fantastic. Uh, so what was uh? Since you, I, I know your opinion on Snyderverse now, what about what about uh, Christian Bale's Batman and the Dark Knight trilogy? Let's see, I, I really like that. Um, it, I, I like the the grounded um, approach. I, I loved seeing him train to become Batman, and Bat- Batman Begins is such a good movie that doesn't really get talked about because Dark Knight overshadows it but batman begins is really good seeing him in uh razagul or rachagul people i don't know how they pronounce yeah, depending it depending on how you say yeah. it yeah <laughs> um i love that i loved him learning a lot of lessons in that movie and then you go into the dark knight with really the dark knight is so good because of heath ledger to me he he kind of he makes that movie without him i don't think it's the same, like, you know, everybody puts it over as the greatest Batman movie. It's because of him, in my opinion. But Christian Bell does a good job. I, I, you know, I have a hard time getting over the voice sometimes when he talks. Same. It's, man. And it sounds like it he's gargling marbles. Like, I, I just can't. And it just seems to get worse. <laughs> like, yeah. Batman Begins, it just gets, like, weirder and weirder right up to, you know, The Dark Knight Rises. And I'm like, man. Who who made that decision that you talk yeah. like that? <laughs> he, he gargles marbles and elbows people to death. Like I can't, I can't. Oh, Rachel, it's a whole I lot can't. of Krav Maga, man. He's going it's, to. <laughs> oh, so bad. Like I, I thought his Batman was trash. 
I I did. I I I enjoyed Batman Begins. That was great. But yeah. then it just it did get too. He was I don't know. I think he was story, too whiny. Yeah, the story writing was really good through. Oh yeah, yeah. At least those story. two movies, at least. But yeah, this Batman could have been better. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I totally agree. Um, I I honestly think that uh, I don't really care for those movies like as a whole. Like I I think the the Nolan universe they're great films. Yeah, but. Like I said, I, I feel like they are just people dressed up, normal people dressed up in costumes, punching each other. Because that's, that's kind of what it was. Like, that's kind of fair. <laughs> the only real super person in it was, arguably, you could say Ra's al Ghul. But I would say the only real one would have been Tom Hardy's Bane. Yeah. But even then, he was just a guy in a mask. Yeah. You know, so it. I don't know. I want more super powered stuff for for normal human Batman to go against. I understand that. You know, maybe that's why I I am drawn more towards uh, Pattinson's because he used what I think he used Venom at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, when he does the uh, uh, you know, I think it's supposed to be, yeah, you know, I think it's supposed to be uh, like epinephrine or adrenaline. That's, but that's what like, I assumed. But I like your uh, I like your idea. It's bright green. It's venom. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was like, they did that on purpose. You know, so that's that's why I'm hoping that they bring Bane in instead of yeah. instead of the terrible looking Joker that they yeah. released. I'm not a fan of the whole like he looks like a zombie. And I wasn't feeling that actor's interpretation very much either. Mm-mm. No, not at all. And it's been it's been done. Yeah. Let's see Victor Zaz. Yeah. Let's see Clayface. Yeah, Doctor like, uh, Hugo Strange. Whatever. Hugo Strange. Yeah. yeah, he would be a I good one in the uh, the new universe that they've created. I think. Oh, for sure. And Mister Freeze, I'd like to see you know a real good version of Mister Freeze, oh, not Schwarzenegger. That's my favorite uh, Batman villain. So yeah, bring that on. Yeah, dude, it'd be so good. You know, I had seen. Uh, oh, what was his name? The guy that played uh, Le Chief in uh, Casino Royale, the James Bond film. I know who you're talking about. <sighs> that they 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 wanted to put him in as Victor Freeze. Oh, he would be so good. I, I'd be I okay with that. that. Yeah, me too. I'd take that in a heartbeat. <laughs> he he's uh, he can play a villain. I'll say that. It's killing me that I can't remember his name right now because he's such a good actor. Such a good he actor. is. He's very good. Did you watch that Hannibal show he was in? I did not. I didn't either. I, and I know it only lasted like one or two seasons, but. I think I watched like the first two episodes and then somehow I just kind of lost it. Not that I didn't like it. I just kind of, I don't know. Sometimes that happens. I lose Dude, a show. My list of shows that I need to watch is just, I still need to watch. I haven't watched Game of Thrones. Like I'm, I'm that far behind. Well, at this point, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I know that every, I know that the stupid dragon show ended poorly. I know yeah, that that's, yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah. what everybody says. You know? Yeah. I didn't, I never, it, it got a little, you know, storytelling got a little weak there, but. I didn't yeah. hate it. Yeah. Well, there's, it, I mean, I just started watching the Sopranos cause I've never seen it. And I have not, I was seen like, it. Mm-hmm. I started watching it. I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying it so far, you know, yeah. even though I'm 30 years behind, but uh, <laughs> it's still a good show. I feel bad. Cause a lot of my friends have watched it and they're always like talking about it. I'm like, man, I'm sorry. That's one show. I just never got around to watching. And I, I didn't I, either. I catch a lot of, a lot of heckling for that, but it's fine. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I never watched it. And, 
I got buddies from Jersey and they're like, you've never seen. I'm like, no, I haven't. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, I, I guess we just, I watched scrubs. That was, that Me was one of my show. Yeah. Loved scrubs. religiously all the time. I think it's one of the best written shows ever. Agreed. I, you know, it, it's bad that I thought of Dr. Cox as like a role model. It probably got me where I was, you know, but same. <laughs> I, I still think about him though. Cause he still had a lot of great lessons. Oh, you know, for sure. Outside of like the mental health stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. He, he was one of the, the most well-written characters I've yeah. ever seen. Oh yeah. He was so good. And, I, and go ahead. Uh, I'm always like driven to like the, the character that everyone thinks is like the worst, but once you really get to know them, you know, they're not that bad. They're just, they've got a hard outer shell, you know, I had a couple, the, I had a, the had onions. A couple, yeah. I had a couple teachers like that in uh, high school where people were just scared to death to them, but I got to know them and they were like the best teachers on campus. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there like that. They're not going to let you in, but if you can get, just break it just a little bit, you'll find someone really special in there. Yeah. Yeah, that that and uh, you know the the magic behind John C. McGinley, yeah. you know, who who plays Dr. Cox, he was just yeah. he was so good. And it, you know, I, I'm with you. I, I I do think that we tend to be drawn to people who are almost repulsive on the first glance, and then it's like, why are they like that? You know, you you want to pick at it. You know, it's like picking at a scab. You know, you, you just, you keep pulling on it and pulling on it. Cause you want to see what's underneath. You want to, you, yeah. you want to see the blood and guts. And it's like, I, I think that's, that's why we tend to be more attracted to quote unquote villains. Yeah. You, you know, even, you know, I mean, which star Wars character are your son's favorites? Probably Darth Vader, right? They're, well, they don't watch a lot of star Wars, which disappoints me, but yeah, he usually comes up a lot. Yeah. That's always the kid favorite is, <laughs> is Darth Vader or, you know, I mean, Venom, you get Venom back there. It's like, you know, he's the, the, the anti-hero. It always seems to be the, well, I saw something the other day that was like, you know, as a kid, I liked the heroes, but as I've grown up to be an adult, I understand more what the villains are talking about. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay. I, I kind of understand that. I always like, I understand them, but I'm always like, you're still taking a pretty bad path to get where you're going. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's always a better way to do it. Yeah. I always, uh, I always enjoyed watching uh, oh, the X Men animated series on on Fox. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, my name being Logan, I I obviously have uh, have loved Wolverine for a long time, um, but I think I liked him because he was just an asshole. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. Right. That's that's what draws a lot of people to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's just a complete jerk. I I hope that they find somebody to replace him. Like, I mean, Hugh Jackman's going to be tough to replace. Some big boots to fill. But uh, I hope that that it's somebody good. I, d- I don't want to see Harry Potter as him. I've seen, <laughs> well, I've seen people that 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 want that. I'm like, no, I don't. He just the you know he's a phenomenal actor, but I don't think he's got that in his chest. If you know what I mean, like just that. No, whatever it is. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Give it to like Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's son. Like, cool. that'd be dope. Like, I, I would love to see that. You know, between that and and 
you know, put some respect on Gambit's name. Let's let's <sighs> see a good Gambit portrayal. I don't. At this point, I don't know if they'll ever get around to it. Yeah, Channing Tatum probably would have done a good job. I was rooting for him, and a lot of my friends were like, you know, get that guy out of here. And I was like, I don't know, man. He's got the the charisma to pull the it chops. Off. Yeah, for, yeah. He's he's definitely got the chops for it. Would have would his <laughs> acting have been good? I don't know. Just yeah, his accent may have needed some work. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> but that's what they yeah, got to nail down. They got to nail down the accent. Yes, and that that suave attitude, or else it's not going to work. Well, that can be done. That can be taught. Yeah. It's that oh, yeah. it, that making that accent seem like like it's normal. That that is what's what's going to be tough between that and making his eyes the right color. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know that that's one of the things that always bothered me about specifically about Batman is yeah. There you go. There's Gambit right there. Why why don't they do Batman's eyes like they did Deadpool's? I don't know. That would be really interesting. I never, you know, I never thought about that. Why didn't they do that? Why why don't they do that? Like, because that's how Batman's eyes were in all the comic books and like the animated series. Like, just do it like you did Deadpool. Yeah. The closest they got to it was Christian Bell when he did the little echo location thing, trying to find yeah. the Joker. But it was still still wasn't good enough. But I get what you're saying. It was better than Val Kilmer's, because you know, oh, he did that too. God bless him. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Val. Oh, no, he's still alive. <laughs> Is he still alive? I thought he was. He's dead. just. He's uh. He's got like a throat condition. He can't talk though. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So he's just almost dead. Yeah. Like he's. Yeah, he's getting he's, up there. Not in good condition. No. That's. I'll, I'll say that, but yeah, that, that was. Uh, I thought he was dead. <laughs> well, it's actually that's, in the new uh, in the new Top Gun movie, apparently. Really, I, I know that his picture is in there. They said he has a cameo. I don't know if where well, it's at or what it is or how much it is. Yeah. But I know that I watched a documentary on him recently, and he can only oh, talk Val like, on Amazon. Yeah, he can only talk with one of those like things. The, mm, yeah, like the throat cancer patients have to talk with. So it's, it yeah. was kind of weird. I felt bad for him, but yeah, those things always make me think of South Park. There's that, there's that one uh, yeah. the uncle or whatever that yeah. has to talk with it. Yeah. <laughs> it does it always makes me think of South Park <laughs> well I, I tell you what man um, hey, I want to be respectful of your time here and uh, you know, I want to keep you too long you um, but uh, this has been a lot of fun um, I know that uh, you know we, we I, I try and keep these at about an hour because uh, I know that people's attention spans kind of, um, you know, pull in different directions. But I, I, I definitely love to have you on. We can have more discussions about movies and, and comic books and, and stuff. This is this has been absolutely fantastic. I'd be totally down with that anytime, man. This was great. Yeah. Um, what is, uh, you know, I, I'd sent you two questions other than the one that you've already answered. Um, what would you say is the worst advice that you've ever gotten? The worst advice? The worst advice. Oof. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. The if you've got a best advice, you can toss that one out first. I think the the best advice I ever got was probably, you know, to simplify it, never give up. But it was kind of like head down, chest up, keep moving forward no matter what, which yeah. never give up. That, that would be yeah. the best. That's something I... 
that's like well, I live by that now. I kind of go by that. So, so worst advice, bro. Yeah, I want to know about that worst advice though. I'm trying to. It probably that one's it, tough for people to remember. It probably came. Uh, it probably came from my uncle more than likely. I just got to think here. <laughs> <laughs> and it was probably something not 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 uh, clean either. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine. I mean, it's whatever. I, I try and keep it PG-13, but sometimes it doesn't happen that way. That's fair. But uh, well, I tell you what, Mickey. Um, if you think of something, drop just drop it on TikTok. Drop your worst advice okay. that <laughs> that you that you ever received. Um, where where can everybody find all of your content? I am cell phone wallet keys across all platforms: um, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I don't do Facebook. I used to. I kind of got out of that game. I might go back. I don't know. But right now, it's just TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. And I'm working on a website, but I don't know when that'll be up. Okay. And there, it's it's cell phone underscore wallet, wallet. underscore keys. Yep. On all three yeah. platforms. Yeah. I will have it uh, in the description under here. But uh, Mickey, I appreciate you coming by, man. This was uh, coming by digitally here, virtually. Yeah, man. Um, this was a blast. We'll, we'll definitely have to do it again soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for asking me because I never reach out to do these things. I'm glad someone like reached out to me. I always have fun. This was great. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll have to do a part two, and which will probably turn into a part seven eventually. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds it's good. It's one of those things. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, everybody, be sure to check out uh, at uh, Cell Phone Wallet Keys and uh, stay sharp.